Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I am Dory. My sperm is old. My eggs are dumb. Is that what it was? No, or it was the other way around? Yeah. <laughs> You're old. Your <laughs> I'm sperm dumb. was dumb, my eggs were old. Yeah. I was thinking about that. I don't know why. Mm. Classic, you know? We're here to just refresh your memory of when we used to be vibrant. Last night, Henry asked me if there was going to be another baby in my tummy. Mm, good question, Henry. Did he write into the podcast? He did not. Well, then we're not going to address it here. Okay. <coughs> Sorry. I said, um, uh, probably not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he said, and then I said, do you, do you want there to be a baby in my tummy? Do you want a brother or sister? He goes, he like really thought about it. He goes, I don't. No. (laughs) (laughs) The first time hearing of this. Was this like at bedtime? Yeah. Ah. It was a bedtime conversation. Gotcha. They get real weird sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, It was like when we were sitting down at lunch today at the great Glendale Galleria. Yes. I said to him, what time did you go to end up falling asleep last night? He goes, hmm. 7.58 7.58 is when I started to fall asleep. I think that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like the last time he looked at the clock was 7.58, so that's when he fell asleep. Yeah, sounds um, right. He asked if I came in. I said no. He asked if you came in. I assumed it was no, so I also said no. That's correct. And we slept till 5.54. Great. Yeah. Okay. So, which is a good, it was a good sleep night. How'd you sleep? I slept well. I slept. Oh, no, except I, I woke up. I woke up at like 4.15 and I was up for like an hour. So? I forgot about that. But then you like slept till 8. Then I slept till 8. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You had a good night. That's good. How about you? I mean, I went to sleep at 9? You did go to sleep quite early. Yeah. Like, I was asleep before 10 o'clock. Yeah, I was asleep like... Did I even try watching any of that? No, I didn't try watching anything on TV. I just turned it off, went to sleep. Mm. I mean, we are just the boringest people. I mean, honestly, we are. <sighs> I don't know if anything's going to change that either. I don't feel like any excitement's going to be coming, coming our way. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I mean, maybe if I have another baby in my tummy. Yeah, that would be something. That would be exciting. Um, We're not teasing something that's imminent or anything, everyone. No. Uh, at least not that we know of. How? I keep thinking about how weirded out Henry's going to be when he finds out that he was in a freezer for a year and a half. Well, yeah, if you make it weird. I'm just saying, like, no, but he's like, just he can't wrap his head around time. Yeah, he asked me if I was in, He's very. he's been very into asking me, like, when... Well, first he asked me whose tummy I was in, mm-hmm. and then he asked me whose tummy you were in. Right. Oh, there goes the notifications. Oh, my God. And uh, then he started asking me, like, when I was in Nana's tummy. hmm And then he, the other day, we were going to school, camp, whatever, and he goes, Mama, were you in Nana's tummy in 1998? Great question. And I said, no, hmm. I was not. And he's like, were you in Nana's tummy? And like, he kept asking all these years. And then he goes, what year were, was it when you were four? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 
he's definitely thinking about time. Yeah. In addition to being able to tell time. Well, yeah. I mean, that's been that's been going on for quite some time. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Finally got him in an aluminum bat today, everybody. Which I think... I don't know. We'll see. Well, so Holly's here today, as, yes. she, as she is most Sundays. And I told Henry that... If he wants to hit the real baseballs with his aluminum bat, mm-hmm. he has to do it at the park. Right. It's just not safe to do it in our driveway. Yeah. Because the first one he hit, he sent in my head at like 75 miles an hour. Which is what I said was going to happen and no one listened to me. Anyway, then uh, Holly took him to the park so he could hit baseballs with his aluminum bat. Right. And his real baseball. and. They found some guy. They found there a new dad out there. Who I can't tell if it's like creepy or just like a nice guy who apparently had a bag of baseball equipment just with him. Holly said that he was a baseball player. Player. So, <laughs> whatever that means. But I, he seemed to pitch to Henry for almost an hour. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I texted Holly and was like, does he know what he's gotten himself into? Because Henry can go for. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Like literally ever. I don't, I don't know. I did find it odd. I found it a bit odd, but you know, better him than us. Like what's he doing at the park? Is he waiting for like, maybe he's waiting for his practice. Maybe. You know? Yep. Killing time. Why is he there an hour before practice? I don't know. Unclear. Maybe he was leaving and he saw Henry. Gotcha. And and then then offered to. To pitch to him? Sure. (laughs) Very strange. I need to get more details. As far as we know, Henry is safe and currently with Holly. But yeah. <laughs> it was touch and go for a little while. Uh, yeah. Um, but I proposed that Henry go to the batting cage. And he was immediately like, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he really knows what it is. I showed him one on YouTube, a video of but one. I don't know. Why was he so against it? Because he didn't want to do anything right then. He just wanted to stay home. That's all he wanted to do. I see. And then when I show, when we got to Dick's, they have a cage there oh. to hit off a tee. Mm-hmm. Um, and he well, he just was like running towards the cage. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> we're not going in there. That's a batting cage, but you you can't go in there. Um, because he doesn't really need to be testing bats. No, it's more like a hey, how heavy is this? Oh, I see. Do you want this one? This one's red. He got a red one. But do you think seeing the batting cage in person like made something click for him? Like do you think he'll be open to going to a batting cage? I don't know, maybe. This well, you know, it's interesting. They have they have like a launch monitor at uh at Dick's Sporting Goods in Glendale. They have a launch monitor in the batting cage. I don't know what a launch monitor is. You could hit the ball in there and then it will tell you. Oh, like how far it how went. How far it went, exit oh. velocity. That's cool. You know, launch angle, mm-hmm. et cetera. Sure. So that's pretty interesting stuff that I never had when I was a kid. Do you think that is standard at all batting cages now? Oh, I don't know. That's the thing. I haven't I been to a batting cage in like 10 years so mm. i don't know because like technology may have advanced well yeah because like driving range technology has advanced well there you go you know like if you go and there's like track man you can see all your 
statistics, etc. So we're just getting closer and closer to a holodeck. You know, the computer will just tell you what it would have been. Visualize. Mm -hmm. You don't nearly need to go anywhere. Great. Hello, Apple headset. Um, we asked Henry what he wanted to do in Boston. He said hit baseballs. Yes. <laughs> that is his number one desire for our East Coast trip. <laughs> and this morning, it was pretty overcast, and I just was like dressed before everybody, and then I was like online, and I was checking for Disneyland reservations. There were available reservations today. And then I found a lunch reservation, and then I asked my four-year-old son if he wanted to go to Disneyland, and he said no. Like, no. I was like, what about California's Adventures Land? No. I think he doesn't want to drive. I know. I mean, I'm, I... And that was illustrated more by our drive to Glendale, where I took surface streets the whole way because he did not want to go on the freeway. Yeah. And he also was like, he, I think he felt a little silly for not going to Disneyland because the 101 was not backed up. Oh, wow. The whole, both ways. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's developed like a real phobia of freeways and of traffic. Yes, and his anxiety gives me anxiety mm. because I'm like stopped in traffic and I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, well, I really can't get anywhere. Right. I'm really stuck here. Yeah. All I needed was to look at the world through a child's eyes to know how <laughs> terrifying traffic is. Oh, God. So. Yeah. <sighs> Man, the runway. I'm thinking about like, what if we're like seventh for takeoff or something? Well, he'll be watching his his stuff, won't he? I, I, don't well, I guess know. he can't have his tray table down. That's the that's the that's the rub with these things. He needs like a some sort of I don't know, whatever. I end up holding it. Yeah. Which is annoying. Well, it's just for takeoff. Yeah. Until landing. And then I have to do it again. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's hard to fly with child. Excuse us, we're with child. <laughs> uh, What's new with you this week, Dodo? Um, what is new with me this week? Forever thirty five launched a Patreon. I can't believe it. We finally did it. What a what a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Um, we have a Discord. Last week I said something about a podcast, a, a new podcast of Dory's, and I said it should go under the Forever 35 umbrella, and she made me cut it out because she thought that that would somehow tease a Patreon. I was like, that is ridiculous. Well, So let us know if you write in. Now you can talk about it. Yes, you still should do that <laughs> fake podcast we were talking about. Was it your sports podcast? I don't remember what it was. I don't either. Um... Yeah, so so that's exciting. We're gonna be we're gonna start releasing episodes on it next week. Yeah, next week. So get in on the ground floor. Be a be a be a first run. Actually, well, if you get in on the ground floor, you get an extra month, and you do an annual membership, you get an extra month free until July sixth. Wow. Yeah. Or just pay monthly, like me. You or know? you can just pay monthly. Or there's a free trial on the five dollar level, also, so you can scope it out. All right, scope it out. 
whatever. If you're a Forever 35 listener. I think that that Patreon is probably going to be right up your alley. Um, it's at patreon.com slash forever 35. Wow. Great job. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah. So that, that was kind of consuming me all week. Yes. Do you find that it's weird that our, our, both our main sources of income are, uh, begging people for their money? Yeah. I also, you know, cause I also have a newsletter that you yes. can pay to subscribe to. <laughs> Please. Um, and someone emailed me and said, wait, what did she say exactly? I didn't mean to drag this up. Well, you did. Sure did. That's the Matt way. She, uh, she said, ew, this is getting very monetized, Dory. I mean, which is a feeling that I have every day of my life. And I just said, it's always been monetized. It's how I make a living. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's just the reality. I, I, you know, I, I have been having a lot of, like, existential quandaries this week. Mm-hmm. Of, like, why did I choose this life? Did I choose this life or did this life choose me? I think about it all the time. And I have been thinking about it since I moved to Los Angeles. And, like, at this point, it feels too late to do anything else. Right. And I feel a little like backed into a corner. I don't love, I don't, I don't love, I don't like asking people for money all the time. Oh, I hate it. Feels gross. Yes, it does. Um, but anyway, go to patreon.com <laughs> forward slash excellent adventure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like we're doing nothing. It's not like it's a, it's not like it's a GoFundMe. No, of course not. But we it are, is. We are providing. But you know what it, you know what it is? Content and entertainment. Until until I started working for myself, mm-hmm. the the act and the process of asking for money to read whatever content I produced was done by someone else. Right. It was done by my publication and they had a whole staff whose job it was right. to try to get people to subscribe or whatever. And like I could be kind of removed from that because I got paid a salary. Right. And like now media has like essentially collapsed. Mm-hmm. And so we're all working for ourselves. We're all like chasing smaller and smaller bits of this finite pie mm-hmm. and it just feels like depressing and scary yes so i agree with both of those things i'm just like i don't know i i love what i do but it also freaks me out and it doesn't seem sustainable for the long term so i'm a little bit i'm feeling a little freaked out to be honest just like life-wise. Why did this take you so long to join me? I'm the freaked out. I've been freaked out since 2008. Because I was salaried uh, for I a see. long time. Sure. And like, then there was a period where like I wasn't, but you were working. Yes. Now you're not working. Yes. And I'm asking people for money constantly. Right. <laughs> and it just feels like... I don't know. It doesn't feel great. No. But if this has guilted you into joining either Patreon. This was this was not intended to. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just being perfect. I'm trying to be honest. You and told I, me that I need I, to be more honest I on the agree. podcast. I, 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 so, yes, on the other one. <laughs> you also said this one. You well, said, I said you we're said always on. I'm always You've been carrying the, in, the beginning part, and I, I need have. to... Uh, be more vulnerable with my feelings. That is what you said. I, that is not a sentence that I've ever said. You didn't say vulnerable, Thank you. but okay. you implied that. I said, hey, you know, people are interested. 
say what's what. So I'm saying what's what. That so is there what. There you go. And then I turned what. it into a commercial for Patreon. Right. So good job. Because it's not me asking for 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 you. I'm not. I to be clear, I'm not asking. Right no, now. I know. I I'm know. I'm just expressing my general sense Look, she's of been... dread and unease with everything. I know. I know. It is like. It does it, but it genuinely like if you want to stay in Los Angeles, this is our life forever. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, we could move back east. I buy a pickup truck, lawnmower, hedge clippers, and I start my landscaping business. <laughs> also, a snowplow. Wow. For the winter. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh huh. I know. I don't want to start one out here because it's too hot. It's very hot. I feel like, no, I can't start one out here. It's much too hot. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Me either. I hope to eventually find a job again. And for the writer's strike to be over so that I can find a job again. Because I don't know what else I'm qualified for landscaping apparently oh yeah i think that me and the open road <laughs> along with some lawns i have no allergies to any outdoor things yeah me neither actually. so like that's 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 a good can, start that's a good start. we could make hay literally and figuratively i did ask matt if it was too late for me to go to law school and he said yes i did say yes so mostly because what are you gonna do start practicing law at 50 I know. And then run yourself into the ground for 10 years. That's true. I can't do it. No. Nope. Miss the boat. Maybe your sister could adopt us. Mm, no, I don't think she can. Yeah. Oh, all right. <sighs> all right, everyone. Does well, anybody want to adopt us? Sorry, that was such a downer, but. Hey, it's real. It's real. Real downer. Anyway, patreon.com forward slash forever 35 and patreon.com forever slash excellent adventure. Mm. All right, we'll be right back. Don't forget patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC. <laughs> we'll be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, 
anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Patreon should do something where you can subscribe to something like as a package for a discount. I think what's happening is they don't expect people to have multiple sources of Patreon. But a lot of people do. Do they? I think so. I think you're just thinking of me. Oh, maybe I'm just thinking of you. Anyway, enough about that. Yes. If you would like to email us, we are at Dory and Matt at Gmail, Matt and Dory at Gmail. You can call or text us at 413-461-BABY. I'm also open to um, suggestions for other things I could do with my life. <laughs> so if you have thoughts, let me know. You're the one with two master's degrees. Use them. Uh, they're in history and journalism. Should have thought of that before you <laughs> signed up for those courses. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Well, but, history you could use. You could turn that into a nice uh, degree. Uh, of uh, You could go teach somewhere. I hear teaching is where it's at. Yeah, if you people, want a lot of money. Everyone loves teaching these days. <laughs> oh, God, help me. Okay, um, Matt, we have a couple of voicemails. Mm-hmm. Let's hear them. Okie dokie. Which one's first? Uh, update and micromanaging. Dory, it is Rosina, your bestie from Boulder. Heard you guys needed some content, so I am here to deliver. Um, thought maybe you could use a little update. So my son is now six months old. I had called in before um, about oh, dealing with how to deal with his, like, his 90-minute wake windows because they were, couldn't do anything. Um, and now he's up to like two-and-a-half-hour wake windows, which has like literally been game-changing. Um, we're just able to do so much more, and it feels really freeing. So you're right. It does get better, and it is getting better. 
Um, we're still dealing with like super short naps, like his naps are 30 minutes, um, which is totally insane. So if anybody has any nap advice for us, we are all ears. Um, we are, we also called in about IVF or mini IVF and we are, um, we've reached out to the life IVF clinic in, um, Irvine, California. So we will be talking with them soon. Um, it is bringing up serious PTSD for me. I'm still in very much like the um, new baby honeymoon phase. And so thinking about cycles and egg retrievals is just, whoa, I don't know if I'm actually ready for this. I have to be. I feel like I have to be um, just because of my age. And I just don't, I don't want to stress about it. Um, in a year or two. So I want to get ahead of it now. But at the same time, I'm like, I just got through this and I'm on the other side and I have this amazing son and I'm obsessed with him and I cannot believe I'm starting to even think about egg retrievals again. Like what? But it is what it is. Um, and maybe just like something else I'm battling with right now, wondering if anyone else has dealt with this. Um, I so my husband is wonderful and he, um, really likes to be involved with our son and help with the caretaking. And I so, uh, you know, appreciate and encourage all of his involvement. I am, I have become so type A and I am like the most annoying micromanager on the planet earth. And God bless my husband for like dealing with me and not you know, wanting to murder me when I like correct him on how to do a diaper or how to hold a bottle, um, or how to burp our child. Like really, I can't stop. It's like, if it isn't my way, it isn't the way it should be. And I'm so annoying. I know I'm annoying and I can't stop it. Um, so I want to know if anyone else is battling with, um, micromanaging their partners or being micromanaged by their partner and how to just like let go, walk the other way and, trust that your child will be fine because I know my child will be fine. And again, my husband is so loving, but why, why am I doing this? Anyway, that's just a little food for thought. Um, love you guys and hope you get lots of other emails and calls this week. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you. And subscribers to patreon.com forward slash forever 35. Anyway, um, told you that the wake window would grow. What do you do about naps? Start thinking about sleep training. Naps are tough, though. Like naps, naps, I think, take longer to kind of stabilize than overnight sleep. You're not, you're not wrong. So just keep like the, the consistency, I think, is key and just kind of keep doing what you're doing. Also, if you're having so much PTSD, maybe wait a little bit mm. but you're up against a ticking clock of ivf so we don't wait it. don't wait too long we get it um in terms of the micromanaging my suggestion would be to get out of the house and leave the baby with your husband mm -hmm. that's a good idea and kind of just like go do something go go out with friends Go get a manicure, go for a walk, go for a drive, go for a hike, go just like go do something and tell yourself, I'm not going to check in. Right. He like the baby is fine. 
my husband is fine. My husband knows what he's doing. He can take care of the baby. Sort of. Sort of. Wait, no, what? Um, And sort of like train yourself. That's what I would do. I mean, Dory and I are so delighted when the other one will take him somewhere. This is true. You know, like today I was like, go get an aluminum bat. You coming? She's like, nope. I was like, all right. Uh, Which I'm like happy to do if I have like a task with a beginning middle and end and i know what it is and henry's willing great well like yesterday i took henry to gymnastics you were all over the place yesterday and then a pool party and before that we went to the la river and a cafe yes and we were gone for like a solid five hours i know and it's the kind of thing that every time it happens i'm like i should have golfed but then i'm like it's saturday it's going to be it's annoying. a terrible idea. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and also thank you for finally writing or calling back in from Boulder. <laughs> All right. Um, we have another voicemail. Okay. This, this one, one is labeled pre-daycare. You got it. Hey, Matt and Dory. This is Phoebe in Rivia. Uh, I promised I would not call in again until I caught up completely on the back catalog. But I'm only up to Henry being nine weeks old, and uh, I had something I wanted to ask you both about, so I'm calling in a little bit earlier than I planned. Um, But my baby girl, Addie, is seven months old now, and we have a daycare start date, which is after Labor Day. So I've got uh, 74 more days with her, but who's counting? Um, And this, you know, postpartum newborn infant stage has been such a mixed bag. It's been this blessing on some days and also really tough on other days. I've, you know, become a stay-at-home mom, not exactly by choice because of my layoffs and my tech job. So um, it's just been a really interesting ride. But I've only got the summer left with her, and I'm trying to kind of make the most of it. And I wanted to ask your advice on what things I should try to do with her for the last, you know, two and a half months. Um, and in Boston area, as you know, um, she's on like three regular naps a day, which she can do in a car seat slash stroller. So I have some flexibility and I can move around. Uh, she's eating solids now, but she's still mostly breastfed. Um, so, you know, if I'm with her, she's good to go on that. So we can do some day trips. We could do, I don't know. I just, I don't know how to spend these last few months with her. Um, but she's only seven months old. So, you know, like she doesn't really know much about what's going on around her. Um, although she has fun sometimes doing certain things. So, uh, yeah, just curious to get your perspective. If you only had two and a half months before your kid went into daycare and they're so little, what would you try to do with them uh, in the Boston area beforehand, before they, they leave you? All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye. I think you should gear it more towards yourself. I have the exact same thought. Kid's not going to know shit. Yeah. You know, this is reminding me of yesterday. I was on the Disney World subreddit. Somebody wrote a question asking about a taking a two-year-old or one. No, taking a one and a half-year-old either to Disney World or on a Disney cruise. And the Disney weird sycophants on there were like, oh, the cruise was great, blah, 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 blah. And then other ones were like, well, we took my little one to the Magic Kingdom. It was fantastic. And I'm just like, be honest with yourselves, everyone. You don't want to take your kid to Disneyland. You just want to go to Disneyland. There's no reason to take a one and a half year old. Thank you. Mm, Thank you, Matt. Now, back to what do you want to (laughs) do in the Boston area? 
I mean, this the, I had the I had the exact same thought. Are there any local walks you haven't been on? Oh, have you thought about the Freedom Trail? Oh, don't, don't do the Freedom oh. Trail. I mean, it could. It gets fine. Sure, go ahead. You know, my uh, cousin-in-law is a tour guide in Boston. I think it's called Boston. Really? Yes. I didn't know this. It's called Boston by Foot. Okay. She does walking tours. What? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. Um when? I can I can I can ask. <laughs> I can ask her. Sounds Maybe great. she would do a private tour for us. I don't know. That sounds expensive. Well, I don't know. But maybe we could get her like off the books, you know? Mm, interesting. Oh, Boston by Little Feet, specially designed for young walkers, hey. ages six to twelve. That's not. That's that's, that's not. Henry. That's not Henry. <laughs> oh, there's a North End tour. Ciao. The dark side of Boston. Cool. Just... Road to Revolution, heart of the Freedom Trail, mm -hmm. Beacon Hills South Slope. Those are all the. Those are all the private tours. Nice. Um. There's the art, architecture, and gardens, Back Bay's Victorian architecture. Wow, there's a lot of these tours. I would say also spend some time on the water. Just like with your feet in the sand and your baby in one of those baby tents. Oh, I love a baby tent. Unless it's like overcast, like really overcast. Yeah, go, go up to like Nahan. Okay. <laughs> or like... uh I don't know. Like, is there a place you've thought to yourself, you know, I really have been wanting to go there, but my husband and I have not had a chance to do so. Do it without your husband. Take the kid. Yeah, that's a cute idea. You know? Yeah. Maybe you want to go get fried clams in Ipswich. The clam box. Have a great time. Do it. Do it. And guess what? Kids not going to eat any clams, so you don't have to pay $30 for their clams. You don't You don't even have to share. God, you toss them one fry, they're happy. <laughs> Uh, okay. Matt? Yes, Dor. We're going to read uh, one more email now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is from Alec. Hi, Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo. Hello. It has been quite a journey. Mm -hmm. As Google Maps reminded me today, it's been six years since I discovered the podcast. Wow. Thanks to a totally random conversation with a bartender in Brooklyn. <laughs> the way to do it we've come to the other end of our fertility journey i had a vasectomy in january and had a follow-up semen analysis to confirm its efficacy it had been about three and a half years in the before covid time since i last visited our clinic's jerk-off room naturally it is time for an update on the conditions post-covid <laughs> generally the room was the same same comfy recliner with mm -hmm. the paper on it shades for the floor-to-ceiling windows easy to dim lights white noise machine mm. one of the better jerk-off rooms yeah, the white noise machine is a big plus. What changed, though, is the elimination of any printed materials. Oh. Everything available was on DVDs in a DVD case, like you'd so have in your weird. car with CDs. So weird. Didn't touch that. And so gross. They used to have a separate drawer for same-sex materials, but I don't know if they had any of that on DVD. I don't remember if they had the suggestion box in the room prior to COVID, but if they did, they got rid of the comment cards and just added a QR code to scan for a link. Oh, wow. So basically the same as before, just with fewer touch points. Second, I saw the podcast get mentioned in the Washington Post a, few, a couple weeks ago in an advice column that was adapted from an online chat. Um, and they have a gift link to it, which I will put in the show notes. 
I guess we're getting pressed still, huh? Um, yeah, someone tweeted it at me, and someone had like written in about infertility, and and a reader had commented that our podcast was a good one to listen to. You know, readers, so if you're here from the listeners Post, who welcome. also read, great job. Third, I'm glad you got to the go to the U.S. Open practice round. I didn't know or forgot that Dory got Matt tickets for oh, Christmas. That's great. Did you drive Uber or use public transit to get there? It sounded like it was a zoo around there during the event. I'll leave the rest of my golf thoughts for Matt and Alex bonus Patreon bonus episode yeah. golf corner. <laughs> Thanks again for all you do in 3000 square feet in suburban Cleveland Four TVs, at least four hot dogs so far in June alone. It was, uh, we drove, uh, I don't know if it was because it was a practice round or what, but I didn't think it was a zoo. It wasn't a zoo, but I mean, it was a great distance. It was a great distance and it was not, totally clear how to get to the parking right um i had prepaid for parking ahead of time and it was in a lot that they just labeled general parking but then there were all these signs for like different lots lot d etc lot d lot j blah 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 and we were not in any of those lots i think those were for like fancier people and i remember dory saying she had lot d and i was like i, I don't know where he got lot d that's, from that's where we were going um and then, so we parked in this lot, and then we had to, like, navigate the streets of Century City, which are annoying, and we finally Just get- crosswalk length. And then we finally get to the purported entrance, and you, like, you had to, you had to walk across an entire golf course- Yeah. To get to the actual entrance. Right. And then you had to cross over Wilshire Boulevard on a-, on a to the newly other golf built course. footbridge yeah temporary footbridge to the fun. north course right which is where the actual playing was held so it was quite a hike but when we got up there you know we walked right up i said go to that ball it's the furthest one whoever hit that's probably pretty good and then it was john rom yeah so it was cool like it it was cool to see the players up close it was great hi bo uh the flight of the ball guys that's the that's the that's the distinction the sound of their ball in flight as it cuts through the air sounds different than regular people. Oh, interesting. So. Hmm. All right. Um, wait, I lied. We're going to read one more email and then we're going to take another break. Okay. This is from uh, Christine. Your question about recalling if your parents ever bribed you was a good one this week. My initial thought was no, but then I remembered that my parents bribed me my freshman year of high school. If I made the basketball team, they would get me a cell phone. <laughs> Whoa. They were probably going to do this anyway, as I needed a way to contact them more, but it sure made me run a bit faster. It was one of those Nokia bricks that had that awesome snake game. Sure. Previous to this, I remember having a phone card, calling card, to call home from a payphone in junior high. But if we ever didn't have the funds, my dad, my dad's company had a 1-800 number, and I would use that to call him and then have him call my mom to pick me up. <laughs> Thanks for the trip down memory lane. Christine in Wisconsin with a nine-year-old who's already asking for her own phone. No, thank you. I would call Collect. Oh, that was expensive. Well, when I said my name, I would just say I need a ride. Oh, yeah, that was a good trick. Mm -hmm. Or we had a baby, it's a boy. Remember that commercial? No, I don't. That's the dad calling calling home to let him know. Oh. And the mom is like, who is that, dear? He goes, that was Bob. They had a baby. <laughs> it's a boy. Uh, All right. Okay. All right. We're going to take a break. Be right back. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're back. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, I've lost the email that had our show notes on it somehow. Hmm. Well, maybe you could find it again. I'm looking. Because That's we have strange. an email. Oh, found it. Um, do you want to read this one from Bonnie? Sure. Dear Dory, Matt, Henry, and Bo, this summer, we're going to do the opposite trip of you all, and we'll be flying from Boston to California. This will be only our second flight with our 21-month-old and the longest flight we've taken with him. We'll be in NorCal for two weeks, traveling to various places, see friends and family. I was wondering if you could share your travel wisdom with me specifically. Tips for handling so many transitions to different places and seeing people he's never met before. He still has some stranger danger feelings. Uh, should we address each of these as they come or just read them all? Um, up to you. Dealing with jet lag, different time zones, sleep naps. Should we rent a slumber pod? He's a pretty good sleeper, but not a great one. Tricks for entertaining a toddler during a long flight other than screen time and lots of food because we're definitely going to do that. Nice. <laughs> I was really like, oh no. And then when you said you're going to do that, I was like, oh, okay. Thanks for your help and advice, Bonnie Somerville. 2,000 square feet, two adults, one science baby, one cat, 155 inch TV, no hot dogs, despite finally getting a Costco membership. Mm, you're going to have to remedy that. Yeah. Um, okay, first, tips for handling so many transitions to different places, seeing people he's never met before. Um, I would say. Like, you kind of got to follow his lead on this and not force him to, like, if people yeah, he's never... force him into the arms of a yeah, stranger Yeah, if people he's never met want to, like, hug him or hold him and he is resistant, do not force him to do that. Right. Um, in terms of, like, the transitions to different places, that's just going to be annoying. Like, it's just going to be, you know? The But the one thing that I think... One thing that we have done that I do think helps is like whenever, if we're traveling and we're going to multiple places, which we will be on this trip, setting up Henry's area or room first, like whenever we get there, I mm. think does sort of like calm him. So that might be something. Yes. Like if you have your pack and play or whatever you're toting with you. Sometimes he might surprise you or he's like yeah. very willing to sleep in a basement. Totally. You never know. And talk about it with fondness. Yes. And then a year later. Reminisce about it. <laughs> not three days ago. <laughs> um, dealing with jet lag slash different time zones. Again, I feel like a thing that like. It's, you you got to creep it. Yeah. You got to creep. Like if you're staying for any length of time, you know, the first day you try to stay close to their schedule, but a little closer to the time zone you're in. And then as the trip progresses, you get closer to the time zone you're in. If the kid's cooperative, 
Now, going east coast to west coast is a little bit, I think with the kid, it's a little easier. Because they'll go to bed at a normal time, mm. if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be slow. I don't know what a slumber pot is, but it sounds great. It's a thing that you uh, like put over the pack and play to make a a, a dark little pod. Mm. Um, I, I never felt comfortable using it just for like safety reasons because I was like very I had a lot of anxiety about safe sleep and doing everything like she always has very by the book probably because I have a sleep disorder myself um and so our kind of what we did was I bought um portable blackout curtains and brought those I bring I, I usually bring those with us and put them up um in Henry's room a lot of places do have blackout curtains, but sometimes they don't. Yeah, but if you're staying at an Airbnb or something like that. Yeah, you never know. know. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to just have them with you and creates like a nice little uh, room of darkness. So we've done that. Tricks for entertain- entertaining a toddler. I mean, honestly, the screen time's enough. Yeah. If- Assuming you don't give them a lot of screen time generally. Right. Um, but if he, like, at 21 months, Henry, I well, we didn't travel with him because of COVID. We didn't travel with him again until he was over two. But at 21 months, I don't think he would have been able to sit in front of a screen for that long. I, I do know that he shocked me when we did fly with him. How long he was engaged in the yeah. screen. Oh, and m- make sure to download everything that he's going to watch. Yes, that's do a not, great job. Do not don't rely, rely on streaming services. Don't rely on streaming services. Don't rely on airplane Wi-Fi. Make sure it is all downloaded. Download with Prime. Download with Netflix. Download with Disney Plus if you have those. If you don't, oh, and get them. download more than you think you'll need. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've... I picked and choose like some episodes of something and then like he wanted the entire season of and then the other two seasons. And right. I was like, oh, come on. Um, so yeah, that is our advice. That is our advice. Some people say like, get tape and they'll play with the tape. No, and, they like, won't. I mean, I, there's other people have said like, get them like little toys from the dollar store and wrap them individually and they'll be so excited. And I, I tried that and Henry was like, not interested. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. So... Maybe your kid would be. It was like, great try. Now put Mickey back on. Yeah, literally. Um, so, yeah. But if other people have thoughts, please do write in. All right. Yeah. We are we are going to take a break now. We'll be didn't right back. Didn't we? Wait, didn't we? We just did, honey. No, we didn't. Yeah. We did? Yeah. Oh. Took one not, not I want to say, about four minutes oh, ago. Oh, we did. Oh, my gosh. I was like, wait, we have been going on for way too long. I was so confused. Sorry about that, everyone. We are not going to take a break. Not till we finish the show. Um, okay. This is from Tina in reference to um, my parents' door to their patio. Mm. OMG, did our parents go to the same school of grandparents? <laughs> my parents live on a river and don't lock their doors and didn't get why I didn't want to bring my toddlers there. <laughs> now they're a bit older and we feel more comfortable. 
Also, for the caller whose kid won't play independently, I would listen to this. My older one got there on his own, but my but my younger one, not so much. I wish I would have forced the issue earlier. I'd planned to write this a few weeks ago, but did not. And it is a link to a podcast from Janet Lansbury, Best Ways to Encourage Independent Play. We should probably listen to that. Yeah, you're very far away from your microphone. I am. Hmm. Okay. How's that? So much better. Great. Um. Yeah, I talked to my mom about the lock on the door yep. and she said They're she was taking care of it. She said she, they were taking care of it. They were asking other people in the building what they do. And I was like, oh boy. Hmm. That's a good question. I said, what do they do? I know. And I said, well, Matt is willing to install something. <laughs> and she was like, we'll take care of it. Okay. Like, right, okay. Great. Excited. We'll be telling you the results. <laughs> Because when we arrive, is a Sunday anyway. That's true. That is true. All right. Do you want to read this next email from Mariah? Sure. Hi, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I'm finally catching up months of episodes in a binge listen. I heard the clock content signal on an episode from back in January and it rung a bell for me. There is some strange show you can stream on YouTube called Big Comfy Couch. That's not a strange show. It's Canadian. I get why it feels strange because it's Canadian. In that show, which my son finds delightful for reasons unknown to me because it's a big giant couch with a clown doll that comes to life. <laughs> There's a segment where the main character simulates a clock with her body. She lays on the clock rug and moves her arms and legs as if she were uh, the hands of a clock. My son loves that part and he has no special interest in clocks, but he still loves it. <laughs> Anyway, hope that helps even six months after your question. That's Mariah Adamick. Okay. Oh, look at that. Pronounce how Matt says it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, the Big Comfy Couch is a show that I think started airing in the, it started, it like, start, like, around the time my cousin had her first kid like the mid to late nineties. Mm. That was a popular show for children. So I, I'm familiar oh, with it. So it's been around for quite some time. Yes. Okay. It doesn't exist anymore. Mm, okay. I mean, it exists on YouTube. Sure. Fantastic. Um, Matt. Yes. Last week you were talking about how there should be financial literacy. Yes. And we got a text that said, FYI, more than 20 state legislatures passed legislation during their 2023 sessions requiring financial literacy education for public school students. Wow. So now find out how many had measures against abortion <laughs> and feel real depressed. So uh, thank you for that info. All right. We have another voicemail. Yes, we do. Arcade. Here we go. Hi, Matt and Dory. I was just listening to Matt reminiscing about Dream Machine at the Pheasant Lane Mall and it reminded me that I always wanted to call in and tell you guys that I, I live and work, like, right near where Matt grew up. Like, when he talks about hmm. driving down, like, Stephen Street and going to Little Catholic, like, yeah. I live, like, right near there. Nice. Um, anyways, so what I was going to say, she if you guys are coming back to mm. Boston and you're going to be visiting Matt's parents, if they still live there, there is an arcade right near, like, the Rourke Bridge, I think it is, um, yeah. that goes over the Merrimack River like Lowell Bridge Street, Street Kids, Rock Bridge, yeah. Boulevard, right there, there is a oh, by the bowling, like, bowling alley. alley that has yeah. an arcade. In the bowling alley. If you, if you need to get your arcade fix. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because 
Um, Brunswick. It's just, it's hilarious how you guys are always talking about places that are like exactly near where I live yeah. and work. I wonder right. if you, Bye. do you go to that market basket, the one that's over on the other side of the Rock Bridge, or do you go elsewhere? I mean, if you live over by Stevens Street, you might be heading over to uh, Hannaford or, uh, let's see, if I lived in the Highlands, what grocery store would I go to? Yeah, I go to Hannaford. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, Market Basket, across from where the Route 3 Cinema used to be. Don't worry about it. Hasn't been there in about 25 years, but it was a great theater. Okay. Uh, that's where I would go. Anyway, yes, the Brunswick. I guess I had daycare preschool in that bowling alley. What? Yes. Was it a bowling preschool? Well, it was because my mother was in a bowling league. Oh, my goodness. And... Uh, they happen to have a daycare there that it was. I was in part of this. What was it called? Head Start. It was a Head Start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I have I have vague memories of it. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I know that bowling alley very well. Wow. Okay. Um, we have one more voicemail. Okay. Uh, it is labeled meatballs. Here you go. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Aaron Gudge. Uh, comes the Gudge. I was just listening to the latest podcast. I'm trying to get caught up after a very long hiatus of my brain not being able to handle anything uh, for a number of years. And uh, you were talking about Matt starting a podcast talking about golf and other sports. And mm-hmm. while I don't understand sports ball, I did come up with a name. And I think you should call it Matt Talks About Balls. Um, <laughs> that's it. I hope that life is treating you well. They might well. think it's I an IVF show. Podcast listening at 1.75 speed. Calling from my still less than 1,400 square foot home in Oregon. Thank you. Good. Um, she made me think of another possible title, mm. which is Cloudy with a Chance of Matt Balls. I gotta go. <laughs> I refuse to do the show. <laughs> My puns are that bad <laughs> that you refuse to Now do imagine that you heard the, the microphone thudding down and then me distant going like, I can't continue the show. Yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, that's how it ends. That's what happens. Not with a bang, but a whimper. Uh, okay. So thank you, Aaron Gudge, for that. Yeah, it's nice to hear from you, Aaron. Agreed. And now, guess what? Give us money. Head over to patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Uh, thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you support us at five dollar level or above, you'll get your name read on the podcast each month. You also get the back catalog of Patreon episodes if you support us there. And a thank you to Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mackenzie Erickson. Megan Brooks. Megan Nelson. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. Merrill H. Mike Zydek. Mariah. Adamick. Adamick. Nancy Powell. Nikki Bossert. Pamela Wong. Pat Machewski. Patty Curie. Paul Sharp. Or Curry. Interesting. Uh, Paula. Rebecca Posey. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Sarah Swift. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Vanden, Van, Van de Winkle. SJV. Stephanie Genevieve. Steve Harcourt. Tanya Kay. The Holderman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Valerie Green. Virginia McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. AJB. Anonymous. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. CJ. Crescent Martin. Danielle Nutriforo. Deanna McLean. Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth Kay. Elizabeth Kanami. 
Uh, Ellen F. Jane Ennis. Jen Brennan. Julia from Germany. Justine Adamek. Captain Cybertrini, his comm badge on his brown coat, Batleth in his hand. Chris Knight unsheathed. Thank you. Uh, da- Katie Davenport. Laura Bennett. Lauren. Laura Madge. Sure is. Lauren uh, Cephalo. Lauren Johnston. Mary Foss. Mary Messick. Mary Bowling League Myra. Mary Elizabeth Murphy. Maude Tremblay. Melanie Bronbeck. Nicholas Gidmore. Narantha. Ashrat Kaplan. Pamela Carpenter. Uh, Phoebe Boone. Samantha. Shauna Mandel. Stephen H. Vanessa Ferguson. And Zoe Lawrence. Thank you all so very much. We're very grateful for you. We have uh, loved being our own media service. <laughs> Toodles. Thanks, everyone. Bye.